now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. To the Black Variant issue one thirty seven. I am X the Exile, joined by ten seventeen Van Red, the clairvoyant, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. How you guys and, doing, man? And we are here to give you the latest and greatest in comic book news. But before we do that, we of course got to bullshit a little bit. Yo, so Van, talk that shit. Yeah. What's, what's what's been going on in your life recently? Yo, I've been I've been cooling, man. Honestly, just trying to get into rhythm of the year. Doing a lot of recording, a lot of setting up, a lot of planning. You know, you, you if anybody know, you know, you know how that shit go, man. I'm at least thirty percent of that sentence. So yeah, exactly, exactly. So you've been, I've been doing a lot, man. Just trying to get right. What's up with you though? How you feeling? How's Appa? Young boy Appa is great. He's he's calm. He's you know he's cool. He's collected. You know, it was a nice rainy day on Saturday. He loves rainy days because you know we don't do shit. We're just sitting outside. Yeah, it's cooling. Yeah, we all everybody on the couch. He's like, damn, everybody home today. Y'all not <laughs> y'all not moving a lot. This is great. Um, he says a lot of people home. Y'all need to be at work. <laughs> speaking of going to work though, man, I am I am locked in a hard conflict right now. What's going on, brother? A little office and hours. We did we didn't. Not office hours, but this is just as funny. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't came against the foe that uh, I don't know how to yet describe. Uh, oh, man, you see, nervous now on the great lobbies of WWE 2K23. Uh, I have ran across a juggernaut. I didn't run across a man who is named Gunther, but not oh. the nigga who wrestles for WWE. <laughs> Who is it? It's brother Cornell. Shout out to brother oh, Cornell. Oh, he is. Yeah, Cornell. Shout, shout out to brother Cornell. Yeah, love the Cornell. Love the Cornell, man. One of the so, funniest people in the Discord. I when every time I pop up, I see Cornell going crazy on somebody. Oh, every single time. So every uh, time, man. So we we just we run in the lobbies last night, running two K and shit. Um, Cornell come through. I don't. I don't know how to describe what happened, but somehow, some way, me and Cornell are locked in eternal conflict now. <laughs> Yo, before you got to point to the mania sign, brother. I really it's, don't it's know how right. it happened because it, it it started off purely innocent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But niggas have, niggas have not like legitimate beef, but niggas have real life beef now. Right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. We setting up we setting up WWE 2K pay per view or hold up. Premium light of live event cards, yeah, PLE, PLE cards and shit like that. Niggas, niggas are making their own bloodline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel there's, there's so many factions. I feel like total nonstop action 2019 or 2009, bro. You know what I'm saying? Eight. The, the, wait, hold up. The front line. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, I got to one two K with y'all boys, man. I got to. Bro, it is. Listen, I want I want to tell you that's like some good wholesome fun and like I have oh, a good time. I don't. I don't. You want to know what it is? It's war, nigga. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. It's ironically, I played a, I played a game with war in the title, and it didn't feel this action packed. <laughs> right, right. Who's your main it's, in that game? Who you maining? So I got a, I got a couple. I, I cycle through. Right. I play as Batista. I'm a okay. real nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I play Batista. I play AJ Styles. I, 
I didn't I didn't found the world of custom like the, the deep dark web of of, of custom creative players and all the yeah. different variants and shit. Um, shout out to at what's the status. Um, so there is I, I downloaded a retro AJ Styles one and they made him look like he did in TNA before he had any facial hair. Oh, X Division AJ Styles, nice. Yeah, before before <laughs> his hair got anything past his ears. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Like, yeah, it is wild as fuck to me that there are significant people who watch wrestling right now who will never know bareface AJ Styles. Never, bro. bro. They've never seen it, man. They will never know that shit. That's crazy, ain't it? I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come clean. That was me until like I really went back. Like, I didn't really know AJ Styles until Bullet Club because I didn't really watch TNA like that when I was younger. So you, sorry. So I know you missed the whole Cena portion, right? Yeah. So I, I think I guess I guess because I talked to Justin too much probably, and he was a, a as he has told me, he was a, a he among millions were very clearly bitter WWE fan during John Cena's rise, right? <laughs> so I assume whenever someone says, yeah, I fell out of wrestling at that time, I really just assume they meant I stopped watching WWE. But nigga, did you see the violent shit that was going on in the 80s? No, I had to go back, bro. I had to go all the way back. And I saw for years now, I've just been going back, watching all the matches. I see, honestly, shout out to the timeline. I see niggas mention matches on the timeline, and I just go back and watch it, bro. Look at that. Look at love. Look at community. Yeah, look, that's community, man. <laughs> For real. But I got AJ Styles. I got uh niggas be like putting out updated versions of, of players and shit or of like yeah. current superstars. Every every PLE they pull out like somebody got a new costume, they'll be in the game. Bro, they got I saw I saw a joint with the with Cholo Dom Mysterio, bro, and I was crying. Like, <laughs> Ex-con Dom. <laughs> bro, I was like, it started last week. You know how long it takes to create the to make a, a wrestler, bro? How yeah. do you have the time for this? And you they're know what good I'm too. They're like bro, they're, they are scary good. Niggas be having full facial renders in this game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, y'all are not WWE 2K devs. How the fuck is this happening? Bro? They might have to bring some of them in because like even like the Cody Rose ones are like very good, like excellent. And they're also very unfortunate. Um, but speaking of Cody Rhodes, <laughs> uh, for the premium live event that's coming up, it will be me versus Brother Tim in the Hell in a Cell match. You, of course, oh man, y'all y'all would expect nothing less from me and Tim, right? But but we have a stipulation. We have a stipulation. Brother Justin called in and said, "Nah, there has to be some on this." The the original. The original prompt was like, yeah, X got to get sent to the shadow room for two weeks. Oh, I had no man. idea what the details of that meant. I don't know if that meant I'm kicked out the chat. I don't know if that meant this nigga meant to actually fire me into the sun. No idea what that meant. I mean, right? showing up on WCW, brother. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on AEW Rampage. This exactly. Also, we really apologize in advance for the wrestling talk. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, guys. You know, yeah. It is what it is. That's how uh, But we, we whittled down to... If I lose, if I fall against Brother Tim this upcoming Sunday or Saturday or whatever day we plan, because you know how niggas be. Yeah. Uh, I The intro for one episode of The Black Variant has to be the Cody Rhodes <laughs> entrance thing. So if y'all hear something to the tune of Adrenaline in the next two or three weeks, just know I took it now. It's okay. That's that's tough. Yo, man, let me run in, bro. With a crowbar. Let, let, or let, me, let me run in. Yo. <laughs> I need you, I need you to come down like the rafters, but not, not as sting as nigga taker. Is that <laughs> yo, nigga? Yeah. Oh my this is sick. 
I definitely would do it, bro. We gotta make that happen. Uh, shit. So yeah, shout shout out to everybody involved in the WWE 2K bullshit that's in the uh, real wrestle chat server. Shout out to everybody. Yeah. Uh, is there anything? Oh shit! Big huge thing that happened. The Last of Us. Did you watch Man, it? I sure did. I sure did, bro. I very good. Very good. Ooh. Very good. Yeah. Neil Druckmann, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Neil, I was telling. I was bro, talking. HBO got another one, man. Bro, let me. Can we? Can we tell y'all this real quick, right? So, like, the last one was dropped in like what 2013, right? Yeah, around there. Just in the in the literal decade, just now, that has now been out. This game has been re released three times. On three different consoles. It was on the three. It was on the. It was on PS3. Wow. I think it was on PS3. Let me make sure I'm not oh, crazy. So like, like it might have been one of those last games on the PS3 before the, the four la- came yeah, out. Yeah, the last. I think it was on PS3. It got ported to PS4 and it got remastered, also to PlayStation Five. Yeah, because I think it came out in the same window GTA Five came out, like that last of the generation kind of games. You know. Yeah. Hold up. So. It dropped in 2013. Sony announced the remaster for PlayStation 4 the very next year. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then The Last of Us Part 1 was released on PlayStation 5 September 2nd, 2022. So, in the 10 years this game has been out, it has been re-released on three different systems three times, or twice, already. Right? Right. Uh, In addition, it has a sequel that will also be re-released on some other system (laughs) in the future. Right? 2030. We have, I, I want to say, our generation, this tragic ass story. We have relived this story at least five times. Yeah. Right. Whether if you whether if you watched it on a walkthrough, if you played that shit, and God bless everybody who did, because I'm gonna tell y'all for sure, I was a nigga who watched it on the walkthrough. Yeah, me too. me too. Even even while watching on the walkthrough, I was like, bro, I am I am definitely not built for this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So one day, one day I thought, you know. No, I'm not as small as I think. I'm I'm bigger than I think. I'm better than I am. You know what I'm saying? So I went down to GameStop and I bought the damn game. It was on yeah. sale for like thirty dollars or something like that, right? right? Right. Bought the fucking game. I got to the very first room and folded. <laughs> the very after the seventh the collapse try, building, the collapse bro, building, bro. <laughs> yes, the collapse building with the shits in the in, yeah. in the basement, and you would test. Uh-huh. You got like a one gun with like five bullets or some shit like you got that, like a revolver or something. Yeah, yeah, bro, I was I was cooked. I was after the seventh time. I was like, I'm done. I am done, bro. I am good. So yes, I am a proud walkthrough person when it comes to the Last of Us, and I am really really happy to see that the universal feeling about the show so far is. God damn, this is some beautiful shit. But yeah. fuck, this game was hard, dog. Yeah, the game. It's not an easy game, bro. Especially part two for me. It's a stealthy zombie game. Yeah. How the fuck does that work? That turns into an action art, like a game. Like you know what I mean? Because like once you're dealing with humans and shit, it's a, it's it gets, it's it's a stealth game that's also zombies, but also mixed in with like an actual you know progressive version of the walking dead and by mm-hmm. progressive i mean story plots because the walking dead went in circles for like four seasons for each major arc bro it's just the same shit three times and then when they eventually died or somehow became part of the gang we just moved past that shit like nothing happened like, yep. like he ain't just kill like half the most beloved characters in the show i'm looking <laughs> at you Nikki. i ain't forgot nice. about glenn bro we, we spin the block 
when we get a chance. Jeffrey no, Dean Morgan, funny. I'm on your ass. No, you feel funny. me? Everybody misses Glenn. Every, nobody misses Abraham, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nobody misses Abraham getting clapped, too. No one gives a shit, bro. No one gave a fuck, bro. No one, no one gave a fuck about Seamus getting fucked up, bro. They nobody <laughs> care, nigga. <laughs> he posts like this every week. What are you talking about? Maybe we saw a nigga with Gunter three weeks later, bro. Like, come exactly, on, man. Exactly. Um, but yo, this show is where can we even start? It's good, man. Like, even the whole like the night of the outbreak was amazing. Um, yeah, it was just it's Sarah getting pop, you know, spoiler alert, still hurt, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think they said the great tone, it's a great first episode. Can't wait to see what else they do. Now I'm going to say something, and I'm going to give this big disclaimer of, granted, these other properties have, like, at least 50 or 60 years in The Last of Us, right? But I've seen Sarah get popped almost as many times I've seen the Waynes and Uncle yeah. Ben get popped. Yeah. And, bro, I, I don't... I'm starting to get numb to it, man. Like... What? Did Sarah I'm, get I'm, I'm start. I'm kind of... Like, I'm not starting to get numb to it, because last night I watched it, I, like, I, like, I was like, you know... You feel me? Like yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. but like after that, after that time, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna ever like react to this again, man. Like, oh my god, you're cold, brother. How? Oh, okay, so how? How, nigga? Have you watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? See, see, you tapping into the mysterious, bro. Hold up, that is one of the most relative, like super mainstream animes ever, right? And a fucking girl got it, got uh. Mixed in with a dog, bro. Got and got euthanized. <laughs> and I've seen that show four times. Four times. I'm a, I'm yo. You jaded, brother. You I jaded, might be brother. I might be jaded, but like after this time, after because I, I knew when I saw it in live action, especially with Pedro Pascal, who is fantastic. I don't remember the actress's name who played Sarah. Actually, let me Google that shit real quick. That's Donnie Newton's daughter. That's all I know. Her as. Are Donnie you serious? Newton on Westworld, yeah. That's Get her daughter. Fuck? That's insane. Um, Sarah Miller, that's her name, or no, Nico Parker, my bad. Um, <laughs> but but Nico Parker, yo, her and Pedro Pascal acting, bro, cinema. You feel me? Like it was great. But I figured, you know, if I saw it in real life and I I didn't blubber like a hoe, not to say there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with blubbering. You know what I'm saying? Feel your feelings, get your emotions out. But if I didn't blubber, I think I'm good if I see this on a video game again. My brother X is called, man. You gotta get your heart back. What? <laughs> you made it sound like I. You made it sound like I super kicked the kid myself or something like that. Dog. <laughs> I got that bastard X. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I was out here with Snitsky with it. You feel me? Like, you gotta relax. By God. By God. Um, Rock Lesnar throwing my son down the stairs. Da- all right, all right. Man. <laughs> Brock Lesnar's Dave Chappelle, same thing. Oh um, my god, wow, that's a yellow. That's a yellow. <laughs> that's a yellow. <laughs> uh, shit. shit. Well, shit. do we, is there any, any other big things that have happened over the last week we need to get into before we hop into um, dead shots? No, I think I think that's pretty much it. All right, relatively calm. Yeah. All right, then it's time to hop back into it. Dead shots. Yeah. First thing up for the people this week, big rumor, like it, meant, like it was carried by uh, discussing film. It was carried by uh, Marvel Direct um, that Adam Driver is being eyed to play MCU 
main MCU, not John Krasinski's Reed Richards, but to be I to play MCU Reed Richards. How do y'all feel about this? How do we feel about this, man? I, I, you, everybody knows Fantastic Four, my people, Reed Richards, my guy. But Adam Driver, I mean, outside of he, I mean, he looks like he could play Reed Richards. You know, he has to look. He's tall, lengthy enough. He has to, he has to race his face for it. But the thing for me is, I, I don't, I just don't think he's that great of an actor. To be honest with you, like he's never really wowed me with any performance he's done. But he's popular enough to get to get it done. It makes sense why they would want to bring him in. But I, I just can't see it acting wise. And knowing oh. that Secret Wars is coming up. I feel like Reed Richards is gonna have to carry a heavy load of what's going on there. So I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried about it personally. What about you? Um I I'm so sorry. Uh you know who Jay Briscoe Bris, Jay Briscoe is? Yeah. He died. How? Apparently a car accident. Just saw the chat. What the fuck? I'm not gonna say in here. Well, since yeah, I said it on air. I it was one of the real human moments y'all got here on the Black Variant. Um, Jay Briscoe is has said a lot of horrible shit and stood by it in his time on this planet. Uh, but he meant a, something to me as a wrestling fan. So, and I'm sad to hear about his passing. So, uh, R.P. Jay Briscoe. Damn, Briscoe boys. That's insane. Crazy man. Wow. What the fuck? Oh, Adam Driver. Yeah. yeah Adam back, Driver. <laughs> back to the main news. Um, Reed, if he cut his damn hair, I can see it. Yeah. If he, if he cut if he cut off that uh the commitment, he has a real commitment to that, like that half neck shit he got. Cause like most <laughs> like most white men with longer hair. They like grow. They grow it out like to like at least like their shoulders or something like that. Like Thor, right? Yeah, like Thor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they 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 keep they keep, usually keep it short, right? But they don't. They usually grow it out a little bit further. His shit has just been stuck at the back, like at the halfway point of his neck, for like six years. Is that like the white version of like when when black people have like neck braids, like the top of your head neck start? Like we your is, start? wait. All right, even crazier concept, right? Is this the white version of like? Them growing their hair out, like you, like you, yeah. like you, you just see, we've yeah. all seen the tweets for the women on the timeline saying, Baby "Niggas, Afro, yeah. stop, stop growing that shit out. We want ways back. Wait. Guess what? Yeah. It's not about y'all right now. It's about us. Yeah. So is this the is this the white version? I of think that? so. I think so, brother. And like, and it's been rocking. Yeah. Damn. So yeah. that means that means niggas came and slander the. The ugly phase of white man, bro. That's insane. <laughs> he just, he's an elite. Well, at least he embraced it. You know what I mean? He, yo, he went full swing and made a career out of it. Yeah, like, it's, how, like, it's his look now. Think about all the things he's been in over the last five years, right? Marriage Story. I ain't watched that shit, but it was successful. Um, goddamn Black Klansman. Good movie. Hilarious. Uh, yo, a, a triple billion dollar Star Wars franchise. Yeah. The, the, no matter how we feel about it. That's three billion dollar movies under his belt. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else has Adam Driver been in? Girls. Like, girls. Um, he's quietly in a lot of shit. Yeah, he does a lot of like a little like um little indie movies here and there, a little smaller roles. Um, but, yeah. but I could I could see it. Um, he's I like him. I think he's a really good actor. Um, it really just wholly depends on like every other actor, what writing they give him. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, 
Y'all know how we feel about MCU writing at the moment. <laughs> so if they give him something to work with, I think he can cook. I just don't think they're going to give him anything to work with, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll see, man. Um, I don't know. I'm more worried about the other castings, too, because I feel like if you put him around a, a stronger supporting cast, his ability to really, really shine through, you know? Yeah, he's somebody who... My bad, hold up. I was chewing some... Nah, go ahead, brother. <laughs> go ahead, man. He's someone who always shines shines in ensemble roles. You know right, what I'm saying? Exactly. Like the Star Wars... Star Wars, it was four or five as famous and as talented actors with him on that set, plus all the old folks. The legends, or older yeah. folks, yeah. yeah. Um, then with uh, Black Klansman, Laura Harry was always in that movie. James David... No, John David Washington. Yeah, my John bad. David. John David Spike Washington. Behind the camera. Yeah, Spike Lee behind the camera. Um, not to mention everybody sparse throughout all the scenes and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, plus, you know, the actual white supremacist in the movie, yeah. um, which was played by Tom from The Blacklist, which really fucks me up every time I see him in The Blacklist <laughs> now. Because he also puts like a double agent of that shit too. I'm yeah, just like, he does, right. exactly. I was like, all yeah. right, man, like which one of these is, is true and which one of these isn't, man? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because both of these hitting a little bit too home. You feel He's me? A little too much of a natural. There's a little too good at this racism stuff. Like the other dude who played the racist in Black Clans, but the one with the with the wife who tried to get John David Washington arrested. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, like he was, you, he was also a little bit. Too, too good at too it. Too good at this, man. A little bit too talented, as if it came naturally, my brother. You know That's what I'm how I felt about um Brad Pitt in 12 Years a Slave, man. Like, you're a little too good at this whole racism. You know what see, I mean? See, all right. So here's the crazy thing about Brad Pitt's resurgence in, in the world, right? Um, I didn't know, like, 12 Years a Slave was his comeback. And I learned that shit several years after the fact. I was like, hold up. Y'all let a white man showcase himself in a slave movie that he produced and nobody said anything. Nobody said anything. And his career has been nothing but flourishing ever since. This motherfucker beat his kids. Are you? Are we serious right now? You know what it is. He just came through at a, a certain window, and it just worked for him. Man. It was like him and Matt McConaughey just came back into the public, to the public sphere at the exact same time. And the motherfuckers have known nothing but success and prosperity since then. Oh, speaking of McConaughey, I just seen Interstellar for the first time. Amazing, bro. Is it really? Amazing, G. Because I also, you know, to this day, I still have not watched that shit, bro. I, I was kind of like not avoiding it, but I was like, man, whatever. I'll get to it one day. I finally sat down. It's amazing, bro. It's it's one of the movies people always talk about, like they never understood it. You know what I'm saying? But all, yeah. I, but here's the thing about X, man. How, here's the thing about me. I love all them fucking movies, bro. Yeah, it's I, a lot of science mumbo jumbo. I love a lot of that. I love that. I love like what motherfuckers is like. I don't know what happened to BVS. I love that shit. I yo, I am a. I'm, I'm gonna say this with a little less bass in my voice, so like I don't, you know, alert anybody around my apartment. But I am a slut for good lore, bro. Mm-hmm. Give me backstory, give me details, flesh these motherfuckers out. I want to know every little beef Everything, they've ever had. Yeah. I want to, I want to see every little bit of their development, bro. I'm reading Jujutsu Kaisen right now, and every time it just things just click for Yuji and Adori, bro, I get so excited. Because I know he's about to DDT somebody in the concrete the first chance he gets. Absolutely. He's going to do it at the next level. Mm-hmm. At the very next level. Um, and I have lost the plot because I forgot what the fuck we was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Were we talking about Adam Driver? 
I think so, but fuck this is this is what we do with the black print. This is why this is why the people listen to us. We veer all the way the fuck off course, bro. Exactly. Let's get back on the road. Um I really want to get this person's name right because they did a great job in the original Joker, but this sounds like some extremely Norse shit that I cannot straight up not pronounce. Um so Hilder Guana daughter. Yeah, that's daughter in Nor in that language in the Norns, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is returning to score Joker too. Okay. People said people say a lot of things about Joker, but that music was hidden. It was like, hidden. Exactly. It was, if, exactly. if you ain't if you ain't feel like getting up and dancing in the aisle when he when he was in that hit and you know putting that shit on on the steps, like mm-hmm. come on, man. Classic. I think um they faced like a harder time this time around because with it being a musical, you gotta do some real serious scoring this time. Like, you know, it's it's gonna be a little more than in places songs here and like, you know, clearing songs and you know what I mean? It's gonna take a little more than that this time. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, yeah, with it being a musical as well, and like you bringing in a record selling, like iconic level musical Super artist, yeah. you're gonna have to collaborate with them. So it's gonna be a little bit different, but like I'm not like Lady Gaga's um stand base. Like I'm not her, you know what I'm saying? I'm not her target demo. But like I've heard nothing but good things about Lady Gaga's music. Yo, so, she got some joints, especially that first album. I, I can't lie to you, brother. Like, yeah, like, bro, like I remember that when like she when like remember like when the fuck she really first blew up like fit to, I want to say like 10 or 13 years ago now at this point. Yeah, damn. Uh, but like when she really first blew up, like she had some bangers, like mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong, they were middle school bops, right? Yeah, yeah. But like they were they decent. Were like, it was they they were, it, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't nothing whacking or like that. I've heard nothing but good things since I grew up and became an adult. So I assume if you add a record selling platinum iconic level Super Bowl level artist to your movie, then like your music's going to improve. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. Um next thing, next up, in some actually kind of wholesome news. Um, Netflix gave us the first look today at the upcoming Power Rangers 30th anniversary special um, featuring the still living members of the cast. Um, the original Blue Rangers back, the original Black Black Ranger. You know yeah. what I'm, Y'all know what I'm talking about. Is back. I think um, either Rocco or the original Red Ranger is back. I think it's Jason, yeah. The, the original, the first one. Yeah, Jason, the original Red Ranger is back. Um, but I did not see um, Amy, I think her name is Amy Jo Johnson. The original yeah, Pink know, Ranger. Yeah, they got the second one from Turbo. Uh, yeah, which is really cool. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I, I know like Amy Joe Johnson and Jason David Frank were really close, and like Jason David Frank chose to do I think with uh, Bad in the Sun, mm-hmm. uh, do the White Ranger movie with them instead yeah. of doing this. Um, so I, I, I wonder if like that's the reason she didn't do this one because they were to, they were in the Power Rangers actual motion picture movie. Um, the ones back in the day, but also the the remake that happened a couple years ago. Uh, like they had a cameo together, and like they're all we everyone knows like they're, they're mad close because they 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 motherfuckers they're on Instagram and Twitter and shit together all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully she's able if there is more for them in the future. Hopefully they she is able to come back and stuff. And because um, it's really sad, Jason. We we get to see this, but Jason David Frank isn't in it. Yeah, you know man. Saying? I was like, bro. Everybody knows, man. I'm a, I'm a big, big, big Power Ranger fan, and like seeing this is so cool. But I'm like, I wish Jason David Frank and Trini was there. You know what I mean? Like 
the original group. Um, but you know, I, they say they have Trini's daughters playing the Yellow Ranger in this. Like the, I think that's like, really cool. That's pretty I think, cool. I think that's really cool and heartfelt, and like they should generally be applauded for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think the girl she's supposed to be playing like the Yellow Ranger's daughter, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited for this. Like this is like kind of what I've always wanted. Yeah, um, I think every day we get closer to them doing just saying fucking and doing the live action Shattered Grid. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna happen, man. Or yo, know, if if they can, cause like I'm gonna keep it real with you, a lot of the remaining Power Rangers who are still alive, um, some of them kind of went off the deep end. Um, a lot no, of them, surprisingly, no, yeah, notable, notably the uh, was it the Wild Force. Red Ranger, Red Ranger, yeah. Who who decapitated some or like cut them down with a sword in his apartment or his roommate in an apartment or some shit like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, maybe if they're not physically able or you know have the freedom to go <laughs> return, he can, from, he can morph in jail, bro. He can morph. In. <laughs> Just put his camera on his like you know during visited hours. <laughs> Have them suit up real quick. Can you, can you imagine just like just seeing somebody just get wheeled out of out of a cell, bro, and like taking it out of the supermax? Then once again, he's gonna be a supermax because you know he cut somebody down with a sword like it was Ghost Shishima. Yeah. Oh, uh, and you, you, you and you get you know the saving people there. They him the Power Ranger corner. They all right, do your thing so we can get out of here. Yeah. Like these extra cookies commissary <laughs> for these. <laughs> All right, yellow car, bro. Yellow, yellow car, bro. You want, you want these Twinkies, brother? Hey. <laughs> you want? You gonna dance for these ho hos, nigga? Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think I think doing that would be cool. You know, Netflix could do it. I got. Uh, I think it kind of sucks that Netflix has the the power over Power Rangers. I think does Netflix did Netflix buy that shit? Oh yeah, they did enter an agreement with them. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Because um, I remember they were just on YouTube for like a year or some shit like that. Uh, and I purely know that because of Cyrus. Shout out to Cyrus. Yeah, shout out to uh, Cyrus. But I, I think this is cool. Um, is it's gonna hurt to see the and loving memory of Jason David Frank at the end. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. I'm 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 glad we get to see it and pe- the people who are still here to receive it get their flowers. Yeah. Uh, because everybody who watched y'all originally are grown ass adults and are about to cry when they when y'all the TV again. I just want to tell y'all that right now. Because I know the Power Rangers are definitely listening to the Black Variant. Uh, next up in Deadshots, and this is a big fucking deal. Angela Bassett wins a Golden Globe for her role as Queen Ramunda in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Also, for everybody saying this is her first Golden Globe, it's not. She won one in the nineties. That's when everybody. Yeah, I'm sure Angela shit. Bassett has had another one. Um, nah, this is dope, man. I, if I think I'm thinking about like every MCU comic performance, I think. This is the one that kind of stand out, especially in the supporting role that actually mm-hmm. deserves the win. One, mm-hmm. and I'm happy as her. I'm happy as Angela. She did a great job in the movie, and um, yeah, man, it's Angela Bassett, bro. I'm always gonna sing her praises. Yeah, uh, I don't want to go too long on this because, like, we actually talked about this a little bit last week while it yeah. broke live. Um, but like. Angela Bassett is somebody who is mad cool. Don't get me wrong, but her. Her character absolutely deserved to get clapped in Black Panther. I'm so sorry, <laughs> um, but I'm really glad she won the award for it. And and listen, she's her character stood t- t- ten toes down with it and got awarded in the afterlife. 
I'm just saying, holding grudges might be a healthy thing. Yeah, man. I mean, your character definitely did a lot of the heavy lifting early on in the movie, too. So, like, she literally said everything in motion. She yeah. literally was like, "Nigga, you, you know that thing you told me like maybe yesterday, explicitly to not do. I'm gonna do that I'm shit. Do it. Unless that, you yeah. give me my kid back, bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and everyone was like, "How dear Namor? What?" What? You told him what was gonna happen, man. If you told if you told a motherfucker 24 hours ago, literally 24 hours ago, maritime hours too. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> he's in the sea. Nice, nice. <laughs> like if you told him 24 hours, hey, do not reveal my existence, motherfucker, to this world. I hold it and down. Then, and, and then a whole 24 hours later, you came back and was like, hey, remember that? Th- remember you told me not to reveal your existence, bro. Came do it, yeah. came do it. You know what I'm saying? And get surprised when you get clapped. Like, come on, man. Let's not forget come. they also they also clapped one of his women down there, like his one of his citizens. Let's not forget that. First. This is true. This they is the first shot. Hey, hey, th- there was blood on both sides. <laughs> both teams played hard, my man. Both teams both. played hard. It is uh, what it is. Uh, um, but speaking speaking of getting clapped, um, you guys remember Gina Carano? Yeah. <laughs> Gina Carano's latest movie, produced by the Daily Caller and Ben Shapiro. What? That's a wild producer. Went double wood at the box office this weekend with an $804 gross. You heard that right. $804. American? American. Damn. Not pounds, not quid, not francs. You know what I'm saying? $804 American dollars. You know, it's crazy. I I feel like shit. Me and shit, me and you can gross more than that. X with a week and some camera. Yo, hey man. <laughs> we could have we could have made that happen. This hey, give is. us a give, hey, give the black variant a three-month theatrical run, bro. And we could we could definitely make at least production costs back, bro. Yeah, we'll, we'll at least make our budget back, nigga. Come on, man. Eight hundred and four dollars. Nah, man, that's bad, bro. That's, that's, a, that's a, yeah, a that's a that's a go home and be a family woman numbers. You know Going what I'm saying? from that to a um, billion dollar franchise is insane to me. Just because well, you but, couldn't stop being racist. Hold on, I, let me let me go ahead and just Google how much Gina Carano might have made her sure episode there, in bro. Star Wars. Her, also, that was when it first started, and Andy was gonna give her her own spinoff too. She's about to get her own spinoff. She's fucked up, bro. Just because you couldn't you couldn't stop being a bigot. It's crazy, Let's see. Man. Let me make sure I get this right because I want to be a hundred thousand percent sure that I'm not wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Hollywood Reporter for breaking the original um, scoop, by the way. Yeah. So let's see. Gina Carano was making somewhere between twenty five thousand to fifty thousand dollars per episode of The Mandalorian. She fumbled, bro. Wait, hold up. Let me Google Cara Dune appearances. In the Mandalorian. Well, I saw an X say, I could divide. <laughs> Let's see. Oh man, she fucked up, man. This is a this is a historic uh bag fumble right here, man. This is insane. Okay, hold up. Let me make sure I get this shit right. Wasn't it like an eight episode season? She had to be in like five of those at least. She was in episode four. She's in episode seven of the first season, right? So let's assume let's let's just like be let's be a little bit fair to the bigot, right? Oh, right. uh, let's assume she was getting twenty five thousand for her season one episodes. Nigga saw how popular she was, 
and it was like, all right, we'll give you fifty thousand for season two, and then we'll you know give you your own shit after that, right? Not so the just, all the all the toy bonuses and stuff. Yeah, and all the all the merch deals and stuff like that, right? So let's 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 just kick it real quick, right? Chapter four, chapter se- she was in chapter four and chapter seven. So let's say that's twenty five thousand the low end. That's fifty thousand dollars right there, mm-hmm. right? Then in season two, she's in chapter twelve, the siege. So fifty thousand, we had a hundred thousand. Um, chapter fourteen, the tragedy. We are now at one hundred and fifty thousand. In chapter fifteen, the believer. Then what number was that? Damn, bro, we had like two twenty-five. We we had somewhere like two hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand already. Yeah. Um, and then she's in chapter sixteen, the rescue. Three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, bro. She without merch bonuses. Yeah, bro. She probably was here, man. Without producer credits or, or whatever the fuck, like, experienced t- tenure actors get. I don't know the pay scale. Yeah, um, but, like, for a few episodes of work, that ain't bad at all, G. Like, you know what I mean? Bro, like, you went from getting $300,000 to $804 at the American box office? What's the splits on that 800 though? What's it, yo? What's it? What's it? Funny <laughs> bucks, bro. She might be getting a. a oh, for she, hey, she might be getting enough to get a to get a chopped cheese, bro. I'm gonna keep it 100 yeah, percent real. Goddamn, she went from top yeah. five to not mention that all, man. That's insane, ain't it? Yeah. Couldn't be me. Sucks to suck, man. Speaking of sucks to suck, the Mandalorian season three trailer premiered during the college Jeez. football. <laughs> That was a great transition. For this, Thank yo. you. Hey, I appreciate that, man. That it great, premiered brother. during the college football finals um, this past Monday on ABC. Then, or ESPN, I might be wrong. But, then, did you see it? Man, did I, brother. Yo, inject that shit into my fucking veins, brother. We are back. And we're back with a bang. This season is obviously going to be way more action-packed. It seems like it's going to be double the action because there was a lot of shit going on in that, in that trailer, man. It seems so. I I feel a special kinship with the Mandalorians, bro. Yeah, right. Because they are an entire people, an entire people, who truly believe that there is nothing in life you cannot solve by squabbling. Yeah, and you know no, we we endorse squabbling up on the Black variant. A hundred percent, right? But also, but also, the one time in their history. They did not adhere to squabbling. You want to know what happened? Their fucking planet got destroyed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody who's still around is so committed to squabbling, they will shoot other Mandalorians on site just at the thought of somebody trying to rob them shit, rob their yeah. shit, right? Mm-hmm. So this seems like this season of the Mandalorian, we're about to go straight up war, bro. We're about to have a full war arc. <sighs> it's going down, brother. Man, it's going you, down. Everybody knows how much. Any kid who grew up in the golden age of shonen anime knows how much X loves a war arc. Yeah. I, I didn't see... I Listen, the fourth grade ninja war lasted my entire high school career. Right? Mm-hmm. And then I watched the... I, I am now a grown man watching the thousand year blood war arc. That we never thought Bleach. we would see animated. Bro! <laughs> <over here. laughs> yeah. We didn't. We didn't think it was gonna come out this late, but we here, bro. We about to get a, a war arc with Mandalorians and potentially more Jedi. Yeah, man. And then, and then you got Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka hanging in the cut. Yeah, just floating around the galaxy that can pop up at any time. You got Bo Katan and Mercedes Monet just somewhere in the background. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, man. brother, yo, we might not be ready for this. This is going to be intense. I'm going to be tuned in every single week, man. Every we, single week. We really might not be ready for this. I yell, real shit. We might see Boba Fett up here, too. That would be hard. Because he's out there, too. Boba Fett fuck around, come to Mandalorian, and actually become a Mandalorian. You might as well join the set, man. Get your name back, man. Earn your respect back, man. Get your, get your name back. Mm-hmm. Get, get your back. chain back, nigga. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, yo, I also can we talk about the scene with the bar? Because like, hey, there was a battle joint in that motherfucker, right? It was. Yeah. Nigga, am I crazy? Was that R two D two? Yeah, it looked like R two D two to me. I want to. I, I want to be like, nah. It looked, it's just a, a astromech joy that looks horribly similar. Thirty years. After the fall of the or after the rise of the empire, huh? Yeah. Um, but like that's gotta be R two D two, which means Luke is definitely gonna be in this bitch. Man, Luke getting the Cena Royal Rumble pop. He's getting that pop, bro. Bro, Man. listen, there's there's a lot of speaking of you know earlier I said I was a slut for lore, right? But like there's a lot of lore that. Just basically doesn't not exist, but like it's not recognized anymore for it's official Star Wars canon. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you this real cool, real simple. If I get a scene of Luke Skywalker, prime Luke Skywalker, even if he has um the got a goddamn electric mask, the, the the CGI face, whatever it is, if I see prime Luke Skywalker running through a goddamn battalion of Mandalorians, yo, I can die happy. Yeah, we made it, man. Especially I for can't... us, since we read the Star Wars comics, we know how these wars go in the comics. Now, they can translate these things onto the screen, brother. Man. Listen, man. If they could literally, they could just, someone on YouTube, I'm not bullshitting, someone on YouTube could literally just go back to the scene from the end of Mandalorian Season 2 and just Photoshop Mandalorians into where all the droids go. I swear to God, I'd die happy. Like that, that, that would be enough for me, man. I swear, I'm not kidding y'all. This is some of the coolest shit that could possibly happen in, in, in any art form, period. You know what I'm saying? Yep, absolutely. Like, come on, man. This is we got hey man. I trust in da- I trust in John, I trust in John Favreau. I, I trust in Dave Filoni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the those are the only ones we acknowledge in this house. Yeah, exactly. I'm Shout capping, that. that's besides the point. All right, because I tweeted not I, I tweeted acknowledge me or acknowledge him way too much or to be true about that. But Favreau and Filoni will lead us to the promised land, bro. Yeah, I can't every, wait, man. Every single hey, and we still got a Soka coming this year. Yeah, did we get a date on this? So we, can... I think it's March. Oh shit! Okay, let me let me make sure because I think uh, it's got a Obi Wan's release date. But let me make sure I'm not tripping. Oh man, that'd be crazy. Oh my bad. It's sometime the official uh the official date is sometime in 2023. But we in 2023. I'm guessing, I'm guessing later in the year after Ahsoka, right? Yeah, probably uh late summer, early fall release. I'll be cool with that. That's cool. Uh, but yo, I we eating, bro. Yeah, we here. We, we, here, we lit hey, we live through it. We made we made it through the great last Jedi Wars of 2017. <laughs> I'm okay with that, man. United, made, stronger than ever. We made it through the great Luke Skywalker debacle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. One of many. <laughs> All right. 
We I think, honestly, I think it's the only time we ever had a real disagreement on this podcast was about that's the, the that's the only thing we have not eventually came to a consensus on. I swear to God, we yeah. we've come around on everything else, everything. Whether I've seen it your way or you seen it my way, with this last Jedi, it's just one of the things. It's just, you know, hey man, it's, it's a good, good movie, bro. It's, the movie's terrible, but it's all good. It's all good. I love you the same. I love you the same. <laughs> you want to get into this week in comics? <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, let's 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 jump into this week in comics. Um, Daredevil is heat, and I want to constantly remind you niggas, and I might sound like a broken record at this point to some of you, because we say this a lot, a lot, bro, a lot. But yo, you gotta fuck with Daredevil, man. It's fucking good, man. It's fucking good. Matt Murdock, he's still out here doing his thing. There's a lot of moving pieces, especially after the whole Devil's Reign thing. Still kind of feeling a little bit of the fallout from that and shit. But I fuck with Daredevil. Daredevil was really good. Um, shout out to Tevin. Shout out to Benny. They got me reading. It's you too. I think you mentioned this to me too. And um, shit, Brandon too. I think everybody has. Do a power bomb. I finally picked that up. Eat, bro. bro. Somebody else text actually un- like a ho- wholly unrelated. Somebody else texted me about this shit today. So this is a sign that I should definitely buy this book yeah. the next time I go to the comic shop. So my local comic shop, y'all better have that ready. All right, man. Get that shit ready for your boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hold down. But nah, uh, that shit is really good, man. Like, especially as us, once again, as wrestling fans, it's really good, man. I, I really enjoy it. Oh, I sure. want to get um, more into Andy's. I think it's written by Daniel Warren Johnson, right? Yeah. I think he's the same person who wrote Better Rate Beta Ray Bill and Wonder Woman um Fallen Earth or uh what was the joint? Cause it, it's such a dope story, dog. Like she hit this nigga with a Kinshasa, man. Like oh, he was just yeah, we were just talking about that last year. I forget. Um it's, like, it's Dead Earth. Dead Wonder Earth, Woman Dead Earth. Dead there we go. Earth. Wonder Woman Dead Earth and Beta Ray Bill. Both them books are legitimately like book of the year contenders for the respective years. Like Though I can never, I can say nothing but great things about those books. Daniel Warren Johnson also was a super pro wrestling fan. I, oh, so that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, like remember we were, I was re, we, we talked about it on here. Actually, I can't remember the issue number. Unfortunately, sorry, there's been too many of them. Uh, but I was like, damn, bro, like he went through the trouble of choreographing and showing in meticulous detail him hitting a uh, Beta Ray Bill hitting someone with a Rainmaker clothesline. Respect. Respect. In the middle of a bar, and I tweeted him, and it, I was like, "Bro, did you mean to do this on purpose?" He was like, and then he tweeted me a fucking Okada gift, bro. Come on, man. Yeah, respect, respect, man. Once so, again, we are really sorry for all the heavy wrestling. A lot of wrestling references this week. Sorry, if you guys. want to take a second, go ahead and Google Okada, O K A D A, and Google Rainmaker gift as well, just so you get the really quick context. It will just keep rolling from there. So you'll get, right. the, yeah, what we're talking about. But um, yeah, I bought um Nightwing one hundred. Uh, shout out to Tom Taylor, shout out to Bruno. Um, yeah, man, it's been it's been a run so far, and doesn't like they stopping anytime soon. So shout out to those guys. Um, hey, man, hey, hey, nigga, I, I, it's kind of crazy to see how people have turned on Tom Taylor over the last year yeah. over some extremely, it's like some extremely small shit, like a, literally just leaving out a small detail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, uh, but also like, I. How can I say this without admitting straight up that I'm wrong, right? But <laughs> I came on this podcast many a time and said Batman should start killing, right? 
And I have realized through Tom Taylor's run on Nightwing that if if someone one day just said, fuck it, and gave us everything we wanted from a Batman book, right? Kill Joker, right? Give Gotham everything. Just give the whole, just just pull a, um, beware the, the, the White Knight or some shit or, or uh, whatever the, the White Knight sequel was. Yeah. Thank you. Um, cursing the white knight, bro. Like, just, just, just to give everything away. If, if Batman basically did what James Tinian wrote out and like made a perfect utopia with that blue suit and shit, and like he, he got to go home to Catwoman every night, all that good shit. Stop traffic crime. Yeah, like he, 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 and not he basically reformed Gotham City, right? Not even reformed, just rebuilt that shit from the ground up, right? Even if he did all that, there would still be a nigga on the internet saying, trash, trash. Like, Trash, garbage. Yeah, come on, man. You mean when last time you got packed out, bro? Come on, man. I need my heroes a hardship. Like we literally lived through, like no bullshit. We literally lived through an entire Spider-Man cycle with the actor, and the main critique of the actor was like, "Hmm, he looks like he gets too many bitches." (laughs) He got too many. He's too cool. He's too cool. Was the big thing. They literally was like, "Bro, he skateboards." I was like, "Bro, is that your is that your barometer for cool, bro? Like, is that?" Is all you got is is somebody just got to do a kick clip and like he's the coolest motherfucker on earth to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what, what are we doing here? But yeah, this Nightwing run, we getting everything we want. We getting him with with Babs. We getting him. We we getting like all the cool little moments from all his past and shit. He's connecting all the dots. He's seeing all his supporting cast, all the obscure ass characters we ain't seen in 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Um, he, they didn't showcase every cool or or worthwhile part about Nightwing so far. They didn't show his relationship with Damien. They didn't show um, him being a billionaire and his compassion. They didn't show him whooping ass. Mm-hmm. They didn't show him packing out blockbuster. They didn't show him flipping over helicopters and shit. They didn't show him both his ass cheeks, which I did not need to see. Um, <laughs> but they've shown everything people have ever asked for for a night for a Dick Grayson book. And like the internet will still come out here and be like, "This shit trash, bro." Yeah, man. or they, they or, did the one nonstop ish- issue. Remember that one? It was just one long thing. That was yeah, cool. and yeah. want a fucking Eisner for it, yeah. like, um, and and people just now the and I see a, a narrative now forming on Twitter. And maybe I could have possibly like this could have been happening years ago. I just wasn't aware of it. But like I've seen a, a new narrative form too. It was like, y'all should y'all really need to stop letting Twitter write books. Is it Uchi Wally or is it one mic? What are we What are we doing here? Right, right. At first, you were complaining that people, the fans' voices wasn't getting heard, and then, and people, you know what I mean, they are. <laughs> now it's an issue, you know. And then, and then, coincidentally, when somebody your age starts writing the book of your choice and starts doing the exact same shit you would do, it's an issue. Yeah, but you know, you can't please everybody, especially you in can't, comics. It, it is what it is. Like I'm just, I'm just, I just, you know, I want people. I want the math to math. I want motherfuckers to not bullshit while the reason they dislike the shit. If you just don't like Tom Taylor, bro, that is cool. I don't know why, but that's cool. It is up to you. You are not obligated. You don't have to justify that shit. Just stand 10 toes down in your grudge. All right? Exactly. Just like Kareem Amonda. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to her. RP. If you, <laughs> if you stand strong enough, you might get a post, uh, a post, uh, post humus. I don't have to fucking yeah. say that. <laughs> After your death, you might get an Oscar, nigga. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I get what it was. Uh, yeah, uh, shout out to that. I mean, that's all I got comic book wise. Posthumously. There we go. Fuck. There you go. Um, you ready to get a WBD watch? Yeah. What's going what? on this week, brother? Well, let's get into WBD watch for the week. You know what I'm saying? Big Zaza virus. You feel me? Um, first off, James Gunn gives a latest update on his Superman, or at least his script for Superman. Um, 
the biggest update is there was a rumor going around basically that someone had been cast for Superman, and James Gunn quickly said, no one has been cast for Superman. Casting will happen when the script is either near complete or complete, and this shit ain't nowhere near finished. You know who you know they, they put as Superman? Who? Nate from Euphoria, Jacob Elordi. I hate I hate it here, bro. <laughs> I, you might Yo, as well, if you tall and white, you can play Superman, bro. You might as well say Cody Rhodes should be Superman, bro. If you if you told me Jacob Elordi, bro, <laughs> like, come on, man, Nate. Yeah, no, Nate. No, I would throw my popcorn on the screen. Yeah, ain't no way. Well, ain't no I, way, I couldn't. I couldn't. Whatever, man. But they confirm that they are looking to. However, James Gunn did say that they are looking to make some form of announcement on their slate in quote not too long end quote um that's that that could be like march that could be quarter one that could be any amount of time we don't know um but in one bigger development or slightly bigger development uh matt reeves said in the podcast uh that he will be meeting with james gunn and peter fron in the coming weeks to discuss his batverse and this is a little bit of uh sources from the black variant a little bit of a scoop all sources in signs point to Gunnar Safran letting Reeves cook and do whatever the fuck he wants to. That is that has literally been the WB agenda since 2019. Whatever Matt Reeves wants to do, give it to him. They've been saying it, yeah. So it's funny. I've seen people posting the uh, Joe Pesci and Goodfellas meme. It was pretty hilarious. Was that Goodfellas or was that the joint from the Irishman? Nah, that was <laughs> nah, that was the Goodfellas one. <laughs> Same thing, same thing, same, same thing. Uh, but like they're not, you know, they're not about because, like, think of it like this, right? I just want everyone, to, everyone who's being doom and gloom about the shit, right? Being hysterical, right? In in the midst of hearing all the Batgirl cancellation shit, all the tax write-offs, Westworld getting sent to hell, um, you want to know what what one little inkling they got missed by a lot of people? What's that? Matt Reeve signing a first look deal with WBD. WB, yeah. And I'm sure that shit is closed out. Like, y'all niggas leave me alone. Y'all niggas leave me alone. Bro, and also, another inside scoop. Matt Reeves almost walked from the Batman a couple times, bro. Like, yeah. He, he, was is, he was he's ready to stand 10 toes down on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I, I 100% believe that Matt Reeves will be fine. Battinson, he'll be okay. Yeah. Um, uh, did you? What did you have on the take, man, or on the situation? Oh man? no, I think, hey man, I, I it sounds good to me. I, you know, Matt Reeves is our guy, man. So let him. Reeves, I still, I'm gonna be real. I am on the side. I feel like yo, just let Pattinson be the Batman going forward. But obviously, they have a, a different vision for that. So, so like, we'll I think, I think Pattinson would be a great like, I don't know, main Earth Batman, right? But like, I think his vibe is a little just too weird. For the rest of the Justice League, like if basically if it was like Kevin Conroy's Batman, fuck it, or like Michael Keaton's Batman, fuck it, let's do it right now, right? Like like it was originally supposed to be, um, but like Bat, put it like this: Bat Robert Pattinson's Batman is the type of Batman who will sit in the room with the Justice League and they'll be meeting and shit. They'll be like, "Yo, you called an emergency three hours ago. Where's Batman?" And Batman will just pop out of the corner and be like, "I've been here for four hours, bro. Like, <laughs> I've been waiting." And, and mind you, all his homies are super friends, and they're like, "Ain't nobody detect this motherfucker was in the corner, bro. Not a single one." Clark, you have you have fucking super hearing. You can hear his heartbeat, dog. What what are you doing? So you like, saying he's a turn around and die, Batman? Okay, he's a turn around. <laughs> turn around and die. 
I want to kill my mom. That that might be the title. <laughs> want to kill my dad. Oh Turn around and die, Batman. Might be the episode title for the week. Knock on yep, There you go. Turn around. Uh, you ready to get it? Let's get into a little bit of comic news, and then we'll go ahead and hop into our main story for the week. Yeah. Uh, big announcement: Marvel and Star Wars announced a couple days ago that they're launching a new limited series called Darth Vader: Black, White, and Red. Um, and they confirmed that the original Marvel Vader writer, um, or at least in the modern era, Jason Aaron, will be returning for a story. Uh, in the limited series, then how do you feel about this? Um, I'm okay with this. You know, I feel like, but black and white, red, all these colored fucking books are kind of are scams. They're cash grabs. But I yeah. need violence. I think, as shot the scams would say, we've gotten away from football heritage in Star Wars, <laughs> and that is dismemberment. <laughs> Niggas ain't losing limbs like they used to back in the day. You know. <laughs> So if we can get a little bit of that in this book, it'll be perfectly fine with me. We need a little bit more maiming in my story. Yeah, bro. We, you know what, I'm what saying? happened to the limbs? We, we, we don't have to get it in full order. What happened, what happened to the limbs? <laughs> oh, my God. What happened to the limbs? Okay, yeah. we absolutely got it in the fall order. I, I lobbed mean, off yeah. many a forearm. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it ain't feel the same. Like, oh, it, it, ain't feel the, it ain't feel the same. It ain't had the same what? juice. As before, brother Van, are you jaded? <laughs> Turn it around, <laughs> but nah, man, we we gotta get back to football heritage of Star Wars. But hey, I'm excited to see the man Vader. Cool. If anything, it means new Vader art, so I'm cool with that. A hundred percent. It will definitely be what my my phone lock screen. I'm gonna be like mad as shit when the uh, the depth effect don't activate in my in my fucking lock. <laughs> exactly. Bro, I hate that shit. I have so many pictures saved over the years. I thought would be good with this shit. I've, I've quickly learned that portrait mode is a strong and and this thing distinguishable man. Like yeah. that shit is hard, bro. Yeah, I, it's not easy. It, it is. Hey, I don't got some hard ones off anyway, but still, this shit not easy. Um, I know what you're doing with that, man. For real. I so like on the on the topic of the black white books, right? Um, unless you are a truly iconic character, and I don't use that word lightly. You know what I'm saying? Like basically, unless you are Superman, Wolverine. Yeah. Uh Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine's on there. Fuck it. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, and Wolverine. Unless and shit, I will even allow for the the higher A T tier characters, such as like um Captain America, Iron Man, Daredevil. Deadpool? Um, no. Mm, no. Not a fan of the Deadpool one, huh? Cause like Deadpool is not an A tier character to me. Deadpool, that despite being like a mainstream pop culture character now, Deadpool doesn't have the depth of stories to really. No, be no, hundred percent. I agree with you, hundred percent. And, and that and that's because like think of think of all the characters I'm saying, right? Batman, Spider Man, Wolverine, yeah, Wonder Woman. Like you can think of classics dating back to like seventy five. Right. Dealing with those characters, I I ask people to this day a classic Deadpool story. No one can tell me one. Yeah, they ain't one, bro. I, and I've been waiting, but like, uh, unless you're basically, unless you're Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Spider Man, Wolverine, you really shouldn't be getting a colored book. Yeah, because like, hey yo, we got love for Electra. We just talked about Daredevil. 
What does election need a black, white, and blood book? <laughs> Nigga, do we need a speedy black and black and white book? No, bro. Like, okay. and like, I love and Darth Vader is on the level of these iconic characters. Don't get Absolutely. me wrong. And I want to be very blunt about what I'm saying. I'm going to buy this shit. It's, I'm I'm going to read it, right? But this is this is some this is a little bit of some cash grab shit. Yeah. Like, because like he's it's in his own contained universe. Every story about Darth Vader is is every I guess every story recognized by Disney now in Darth in Star Wars canon is like is canon and like that shit happened. They have to make plausible like um, explanations and shit like shit for like that. And I don't know about like thirty different stories of him just randomly like offing somebody as Anakin and or Vader will flow in the in the canon because like think of it like this if somebody because you know someone's going to do it is going to make a story of him as Anakin right it's going to be him murdering somebody absolutely not 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 in the name of the war not in the name of the Republic not in the name of the Jedi the casual yeah it's going to be Anakin straight sliming someone you know what I'm saying. And I'm we're just gonna be like, all right, so like, bro, like, <laughs> when did this happen? What, what yeah, like, what what happen? part? Because like, up until Revenge of the Sith, some of the shit Anakin did was, it wasn't right, but like, you can kind of feel them. Not the whole murdering of the men, women, and children thing of of the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. Um, uh, but like, I can I can see be like, okay, yeah, you spazzed on all the people who tortured your mama. I get it. Um, uh, you should just kept it to the men, but like, you spazzed on them. I get that shit, right? You were you were literally an escape slave, bro. Like yeah. we get it. But like it's gonna be like in the middle of Anakin and hanging out with Padme and all of a sudden he goes slime a guard and like no one's gonna say nothing. Comes back there and cries in the arms or something. It's gonna be like uh boys in the hood, man. Boys. <laughs> exactly. Annie! <laughs> exactly. Start running. That's what he heard when his ass fell in that lava. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, let's get to the main event of the week. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are here once again to talk about Marvel Studios and their visual effects department. Department. Uh, I want to say this is like the fourth time we didn't talk about this in about six months. Six months, yeah. Since I and at least the seventh time since this time last year. Um, I gotta say, man, I'm not sick of t- talking about this shit. But like, yo, how many times you gotta get dogged down public until you start being like, hmm, maybe we should pay people better? Uh, yeah, pay the guys. You know how we are. You know we yeah. rock over here. Pay the guys. And like, this is this is greater than just like a Marvel, like a comic book cape shit thing. Like, this is a labor issue, right? And we always side with workers over here. We support all the strikes. Don't cross the motherfucking picket line. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yo, like, it came out. I think it was a disgusting film. Uh, or take it back. It was Vulture. I saw it via disgusting film. My bad. Um, that Marvel Studios, on average, and mind you, Marvel Studios, Mar- the MCU is the most successful movie franchise ever. Period. By, a, ex- <laughs> by an extremely wide margin. Yeah. And it's not close. Not even with Star Wars remotely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On average, they pay their visual effects worker 20% less than compared to other studios. How do they get this data? We'll tell you in a second. But people say this culture of fear, this culture of fear around blacklisting and blackballing, uh, people directly, verbatim, completely unprompted, named Victoria Alonso, the head of Marvel's entire visual effects and animation department, as the, as the one 
who is the absolute originator, the origin point of all this shit. Quote, the main one that everyone's quite squared of is Victoria Alonso. She is known in the industry as a kingmaker, right? Um, and her control nice includes... I like that nickname. <laughs> Sorry, bro. No, you good. Uh, her control includes, like, you know, paying. The most important thing about labor, what yeah. you're worth, right? Making sure someone pays you correctly for the efforts you are putting in, especially... Especially if that effort is on a billion dollar or multi hundred million dollar movie. Yeah. Or if it's a streaming service show where at least 800,000 people tune in every week and watch this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, For the most successful movie and TV franchise ever. Yeah. Right. So a visual, a visual effects production group initiated a year in poll uh, last year comparing the salaries. Paid by orb, this might be at the end of 2021 going to 2022. But they issued they issue a poll comparing the salaries paid by various studios. Basically, you know, how much you get paid to Marvel versus how much you get paid to HBO Max, how much you get paid to HBO Max versus how much you get paid to Paramount, et cetera, et cetera. That comparison right? kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the results reveal that a visual effects coordinator on a Marvel movie can make as little as $1,300 a week. Do the math real quick. That comes down to... Eighteen fifty-seven an hour. Nah, that's insane, bro. In most of the United States, that is not a livable wage. Nah, that's insane, G. <laughs> I I knew it was low. I didn't know it was that low. So speaking of low, one month after the poll, Marvel began to show began to staff a show in Atlanta, right? right. Um, and the visual effects workers who knew about the poll and had learned about the results pushed for higher salaries, as they should. Pay, get paid what the fuck you're worth because your corporate capitalism is not going to take care of you, my brothers. But after burning through the entire talent field of visual effects workers, Marvel was asked, why the fuck is everybody asking for so much goddamn money, right? So a producer on the show eventually showed them the poll from the visual effects production group right. and almost instantly, quote, almost instantly, instantly, there was an email that went out to producers and executives at Marvel that asked, where is this coming from? How do we stop it? Because we can't have people talking about rates. And then this is verbatim from, from low, right? And this is from a visual effects worker verbatim, right? right? Right. Quote, my producer told me to find out who from my team was involved and to bring that information to my bosses. We've been basically told to shut up about our rates and not talk to talk not talk about it to each other, which is illegal. Yeah, I told exactly. them I did. Yeah. I told them I didn't know anything. End quote. It's pretty fucking damning, isn't it? Yeah, that's some. Yeah, biggest studio in the world acting like this. Come on, man. We gotta do. I hey man, we didn't. From the MCU's inception, I do mean from the very first part because that's the reason Terrence Howard's ass ain't in it right now. Um, they have had an issue paying people <laughs> like from Terrence Howard to um, all the Avengers almost walking off the set of Avengers because they wasn't paying them enough. Like Robert Downey Jr. had to bang on them for it. Yeah, right? I think he was the only one getting bread and everybody else was, just, you know, wasn't really getting the money yeah. he was supposed to get. It. And shit, I'll say this, right? We we all then heard the, the cute little anecdotes of how Kevin Feige almost walked off or, or quit his Marvel job or almost went to WB or some shit like that. Yeah, because I yeah, because Ike Permurder wouldn't let him um wouldn't let him make a uh a woman-led MCU movie, right? Mm-hmm. And let me tell you this now, 
Kevin Feige, since at least 2015, 2016, right? At least since Trump's since Trump got elected, or when Trump got elected, right? Kevin Feige has been the head number one. Don't answer nobody but Bob Iger. See, or the head guy of Marvel, right? He decides everything. Right. Which means it's been seven years of motherfuckers not putting out or not paying people right. And that's Kevin Feige. That yeah, that lands squarely. That's lands squarely on Kevin Feige and Victoria Alonso, bro. That's unacceptable. Yeah. That's Especially absolutely. with how much you you're you're using these people in every single property you have at this point, you know. Practical effects is basically gone in MCU. Practical suits is basically gone. So you're ha- heavily relying on these people. Why not pay them what they're worth, man? You guys are making the money. Just pay them. And it. it's it's a it's a part of the story that I didn't even quote. And it, it's even nastier now that I, I think about it. But there's a part of the story in this Vulture article. I, I hope everybody goes and reads it. Um, that basically said that when a... When some, someone applied to work on a, a Marvel production, they can't say which one because NDAs and shit like that. Um, and they were like, they were trying to argue him down off his price, right? And he was like, nah, bro, like this is this is what I make now. Like this is what I this is my going rate. And they were like, bullshit. They were, he was like, no, nah, I'm dead ass. They requested to see this motherfucker's pay stuff from his last gig to verify that they actually made as much as they did. And then after seeing it. Gave them back an offer several hundred dollars lower than what they he just showed them, and that's wow. in addition to to all the NDAs, all the confidentiality. Like, think about all this, the, all the crazy stories you hear about Mar- from Marvel actors about like just being at home one day, just randomly getting a "This is Feige" text. Like, yeah. And or think like about it, like seriously dropping off something to you, like kind of this weird shit like that, you know? Yeah, and now and I think like this: think about you're like one of the small people who are not like a national face, and like will have thousands of people support you at any given moment, right? And someone does that same shit, same shit to you because they can't talk about this with their family. They probably do, like, and as you should, they don't talk about this with their family, their friends. They then like Marvel makes sure they don't. Yeah, like this is it's some real dirty shit, man. This is nasty, man. Like, mm-hmm. how are you the most successful studio in the world? And like, and obviously this is so bad that because in every time this because every time this happens, right? Every time we get this article, there's always a part of it that says this is not just a Marvel thing. This is happening everywhere. Like, visual effects as a whole is suffering right now, right? That's because there's not enough people in the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. But, but if you get named, if you get called out by name, not once, not yeah. twice. Not three times, not four times, not five times over a period of a year because these stories are trickling out damn near this time last year, right? Yeah, it was been a year and y'all keep getting called out for the exact shame shit in greater detail every single time. I'm yeah, just man. saying, bro, not everybody telling the same lie. Yeah, <laughs> somebody ain't lying, somebody tell the truth. You know? Somebody tell the truth here, man. Yeah, everybody in line, man. You can give all the no comments you want, but now it is now in the public mainstream lexicon that y'all don't fucking pay people. Mm-hmm. Cause like before, like the, the story we talked about the Avengers almost walking up and setting it up. We had to go, we learned that shit several years after the fact. Yeah. We we learned that shit after like motherfuckers that already had billion dollar movies and stuff like that. We're happy, we're learning about these visual effects workers. Damn near with every fucking new Marvel production now. Yeah. And it's always the same issue, man. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. Just pay the guys. Make sure you're taking care of these people. 
And yo, like, you know, niggas got families to feed, man. Come on now. Yo, pay the guys. And I, I pray, I, I know there's a, a significant drive in visual effects workforce right now to unionize. Um, oh, they got to ho- ASAP. I hope I hope when the membership representation cards come out, I hope everybody bangs on Marvel for everything they want for everything they want and need, yeah, bro. Stick them up for everything they worth, bro, because it's ridiculous. They absolutely fucking deserve it, dog. Um, you ready to get into the soapbox this week, my brother? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> soapbox. Oh man, so something. It's not. I don't want to say funny, but happened on the timeline today. So shout to Blue. Um. She's had a little issue on with somebody she rejected that was stalking her and threatening her and saying all these crazy things to her via Twitter DM and her text messages. So what she did, I thought was really unique. She, I'm I'm so glad you're talking about this because if you ain't say shit about it, I was gonna say something about it. Look into you. Went to the person's mother's job and showed her everything her child was saying. And I think we need to take that back. That's she really triggered something. I feel needs to happen more in society. We telling you telling your mama on niggas now. I'm going straight to your mother if you do something wild on the internet. You niggas need to stop it, man. Shout out to her. I'm happy she's safe. I'm happy she's all right. His situation seems to be resolved because he apologized and the dear plead for his life extremely promptly. ASAP with with nothing but haste in his back. You know what I'm saying. But now, uh, I think I, I enjoyed that. It brought a little joy to my day. And yeah, man, stop talking to people crazy on the internet, man. You niggas is wild, man. Yeah, but also just to be, just to, you know, get a little bit more nitty gritty on it. Stop fucking harassing women on the internet, dog. Yeah, it's weird, bro. It's Over weird. small, mundane shit as in like Manchester United and Arsenal, bro. Come the, f- be a fucking man. Yeah, man. And that's that's a that's a gender neutral statement. All right, man. Yeah, like, yo, for real though. When I say be a man, that goes for everybody. Dog, like, come on, dog. Like, be be better. Stop harassing women on the internet, dog. It is a goddamn shame. The year of our Lord, twenty twenty three. Someone can't slander Arsenal in peace without getting harassed. Everyone should be able to slander Arsenal in peace. All right. Because we all hate them, but that's we beside all the point. Hate them. <laughs> that's every single the, one of us. That's that's beside the point. Shout out to TRRE, though. I just want yeah, you know, to shout out to the homie. Uh, all right, let's pay some bills and let's get out here for the week. First off, of course, Live from Times Tower, the official Young Justice podcast, the, the TON show featuring myself, <laughs> Van, and LJ coming to y'all next week with another exciting new episode. Of yeah. course, of course. Speaking of exciting new episodes, what about a whole new exciting season with Subslide Dubslide uh, over there on the lookout RNC, along with Ma- the return of Mount Silver breaking down Pokemon Scarlet and Violet for you? The lookout giving you everything. And shout out to the A Show this week for the Attack on Titan talk. Uh, and I just got to say this real quick yo, whoever is making the decisions over Attack on Titan right now, stop dragging this shit out. Milking it, brother. Milking it. Bro, everything. bro, we've been. I've been waiting this last art, this last art to be complete since like I was in college, man. That's how, that's how long it's starting to felt, man. I done survived the whole pandemic. Now put the fucking shot. We didn't survive enough trauma. Enough All splitting right. shit up, man. Enough, enough splitting shit up. Uh, but shout out to the HL. Shout out to I believe Doug and Cyrus was on last week, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Shout out to them for filling in for the homie Mills. 
Um, shout out to the to the War Report, of course. Shout out to the Rewriters Room. Shout out to, to BLT. Shout out to Black Print. Shout out to Ugly Radio Rob. Shout out to the whole family. Shout out to yeah. all of our patrons, man. Shout out yeah, to everybody. We love, we love you niggas. Supporting the vision, supporting the goals, you know what I'm saying? Supporting this expansion of this Black variant we do here. Man, anything you got to tell anybody before we got here for the week, man? Nah, we love you guys, man. Have a great rest of your week. We appreciate y'all. Have a good week. Uh, don't don't wild out too much. And please, please find some time between now and whatever the next vacation day your job is to take a real ass vacation because you deserve it. <laughs> we will see y'all next week. We out. Peace.